Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Trader Cobb Crypto Show. I have got a returning guest in Lisa Edwards. Now, if you don't know who Lisa is, you're not on Twitter because she's been around for quite a while, doing very, very well, one of the top traders in the crypto space and somebody who I definitely respect. And that's why I've got her on to talk about the market. So thank you so much for your time today, Lisa. Thank you for having me again. Wonderful to be here. No, I'm looking forward to this. Obviously, we've seen Bitcoin. Uh, mostly Bitcoin has had an absolutely Bitcoin-like run in the last... Mm -hmm. Uh, of course, we pushed up through 10,000 without a worry, uh, straight up through 11, and we just kept on soldiering on. Now, of course, the high was about 30, 13,700 or something around that sort of figure, depending yeah. on what you look at. And we have experienced a little bit of a pullback, and we seem to be struggling around about 11,000 right now. What's your view on where we're going to next from here? Well, if we can hold this long-term support, which we're currently sort of bouncing around at the moment, then uh, we can go up and retest at 13.7 mark. Uh, we're going to be forming, we're in a fourth wave. So that's kind of, we're going to be forming that triangle. So it's going to go up to 13.7, back down, retest support. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then at that point, we should hopefully break through and go higher again. So, um, but we're going to be in this general sort of trading range for probably, you know, maybe two to three weeks. So I think we're going to consolidate up into a resistance of the old highs with higher lows coming up into that, something along those lines? Mm -hmm. Yeah, certainly do. All right. What about the other side of that uh, potential? If we don't see this 11,000 sort of range hold, where do you yeah. think we could pull back to? So next support after this range, uh, we're sort of at about 10.6, is the next support. So if that breaks, then we're going to 10.2. So we've got a few supports before we break the 10,000 range. Um, I've seen lots and lots of uh, charts with these Super Bear 5,000. So um, I, I don't like to do that just due to the fact that there's a lot of support and you know a lot of a lot of bullish support right now um, in these regions, and a lot of new money coming in. So um, BTC still has a, a major dominance, and that hasn't dropped. And I've been following that, and our market cap continues to grow. So um, I don't see any issues with those regions kind of holding at the moment, unless you know the rug gets pulled out and, you know, it all goes plummets to nothing. But I, I'm not seeing that right now. Yeah, it's very hard to stop a bull market, especially in this particular market. One of the things that I've been, that I use a lot of uh, is the pullback. Like, I like to look at percentages. I like to look at the past as a future representation. Now, of course, we don't know what's going to happen. But as yeah. traders, we've got to work probabilities. And as we get further and further extended from, because I, we, we both trade in different ways, right? So you use Elliott Wave, I don't. Uh, I went <laughs> like, into that cradle zone, um, and that's where I trade from. I don't use diagonal trend lines. Uh, whereas I know you do. So yeah. there's different ways of looking at the market. One of the things that I do look at is, is the percentage pullbacks. Now, 2017 was a wild, wild year. Now, we were going on, you know, six to 15-week runs up. And those would be anything between sort of 270% to 560% from the low point. But we would see pullbacks. This is on the weekly chart, by the way. Yeah. Now, I'm seeing a pretty overextended weekly chart here. Now, I'm not seeing enough just yet to warrant suggesting that we may see a deeper pullback into that cradle zone. But, I mean, if I look at this and extend it from the lows that we saw at the sort of end of last year, I believe it was, it's, we've moved up 341%. It's a pretty... Yeah. 
strong move and we haven't really seen a pullback. So as much as I don't see the pullback yet, yeah. uh, I'm really of the understanding because most of the pullbacks that we saw throughout 2017 on the weekly was about that caught 39%, which gets us back to 8,300, right? Yeah. Again, not suggesting there's anything on the chart that, we, that will drive us there just at the moment. But um, based on those 30 to 40% pullbacks that we have seen fairly frequently, there was three or four in 2017, I am also open to that. Um, what do you see? If we can't hold 10,000, where do you see us going back to and based on what? Okay, so if we can't hold 10,000, I see 8,800. Uh, it was just, a, it was a major consolidation area. So that's uh, where we sort of sat before we broke through the 10,000. Those old so, highs, they weren't there for 2,000. Yeah, highs. yeah. So that that would need to really break. And it it took a lot of, um, you know, money and energy to, to break that region. So coming back down the other way, I feel there's going to be a lot of support there. Yeah, I, I can see the logic behind that. And right now, based on the way that I trade, there's actually a really nice small bullish candle. I know it's only early days. We've still got yeah. another X amount of hours. But um, so, yeah, we go. 11,000 at the moment seems to be a real level today and yesterday. We're sort of hovering around. We haven't closed. We've closed a little bit below it, but it seems to be holding quite well. And if you consider where we sort of pulled back from, I mean, from that high that we saw on, I think it was the Sunday. Yeah. Back twenty five percent from there, a good thirty five hundred dollar move, um, and we're just seeing finding our ground. Sorry, finding stability over the last four or five days around that area. So, uh, what sort of things will you be looking for if 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 you're to get? I mean, are you trading right now as far as long or short? That's the first question. Okay, I am out of a trade right at this moment. Uh, I'm waiting for the next candle, which. Um, at the moment, we should go. We should get a retest of eleven thousand five hundred, and then drop back down to that support that we have been sitting on. Mm -hmm. um, and I'd like to see that support hold. If that support holds, then I will go long. Okay, so you're waiting. You're not going to trade at two eleven five. You're waiting. For, you're basically waiting for your planned scenario to play out, so you're in the zone. And then if yes. it does play out, then you'll be. Yeah, yep. then, then I'll give a signal to my Discord and, and we'll go and we'll take that trade. So uh, right now, uh, a lot of the coins like Ethereum, BSV, Litecoin, XRP are sitting within my buy zones that I've given my Discord. So um, I think they'll break out of those zones and they'll come back in with BTC. And at that point, I think we'll buy. Okay, cool. Well, that's quite interesting. And look, we, we talk about um, what's going on in the market and how much it influences other uh, external things as well. Now, I find it very interesting being uh, obviously a trader in this space. I've, I've traded for 13 years in other markets, but this market in particular, people seem to only want to spend if the market's going up, which is really bizarre. You might, like, it is, it is really bizarre. It logically it doesn't make any sense. When things are down or slow, we should be learning. When things are going nuts, we should be earning. Yeah. Uh, the market's going up or down, a period of consolid consolidation is a period for people to learn. We've just gone out and we're doing a national tour of Australia at the moment. And we've seen, like, I'm just, I can't believe how many people, and it was perfectly timed with the market. I wonder how that happened. Um, <laughs> we've been inundated with, with people that want to come along now. Now, if we had have done this back in January, it would have, it would have just hit the ground and we would have gone thump. 
It's quite yeah. amazing the emotional aspect that I see, not just through the way people talk and act and interact on Twitter, but all of a sudden we're doing a national tour to all, you know, basically all the cities around Australia. They just come out of the woodwork and we have been absolutely slammed. What other things, so it's spending habits and emotional habits online. What other things are you seeing since the market's come back? Is there as many people that are nasty? Because there's some nasty pricks out there. Oh, there's some really nasty ones out there. And it's like some days, depending on what's happening in the market, it's uh, what I like to call a blockathon. So, <laughs> so there's been a lot of that happening. Um, the common question I get at the moment is when is old season? And I'm like, guys, it's been old season. We've done like 200, 300% on Litecoin, on ADA, on all of these coins. It's like, where have you been? It's, you know, it's been insane. So since January, we've been, you know, incredible amounts of profit and people are just going okay it's happening now it's like no it's been happening for the last six months yep that's the disassociation they have with the education so once things are going up they want to make money but they're not willing to invest yeah ready for that next move to happen i'm in the same position on that like we've had some phenomenal markets to trade like look litecoin was a prime example same with um Binance. Binance was absolutely yeah. B BNB has gone crazy, and it it's like crazy, right? yeah. Huobi um, have just asked me to do a, a TA on their coin as well because they think that in the next three months that they've got some really good news coming out, and you know it's just going to go off like uh, BNB has. But all of the exchange coins are a really really good investment because you know you can offset them against your fees and it, it works really well. Yeah, well, there's Binance was um, until recently, until Bitcoin took off, it was by far the most profitable uh, token that I've had this year. It just ran so well, but it, the, the good thing about it was that it ran so well, but it gave a lot of entries. Like it didn't just go straight line. People, when they saw yeah. the alt season, they want it to do a, a 10X in the space of three weeks. Like, no, we don't want that. We want, I mean, look, sure, I'm not gonna argue with it, but you yeah. Know, we want to have entry points. I want to lay a position so that I've got 10 or 12, you know, 10 or 12 trades on over multiple entries that will run for months. Like I, I don't yeah. jump in and make instantly big money. You've got to build a position, scale out, minimize risk, get another one. And that's how you truly build up an account to, to a position where you're actually in profit, but you might have four or 5% on one position and you're actually ahead. And I think a lot of people, again, it's just that, it's, it's that lack of commitment to learning a trade as opposed to, I want instant gratification right now. Let me buy and I want a 10X. Those days yeah. we come back, but we've got to be smart in the meantime and they'll be able to make money when the market goes up and goes down. Yeah, that's, that's it. So, you know, you're doing what we tell in Discord is to ladder your buys, buy the dips. And, you know, that way you're going to consolidate that trade and, and keep it moving and, and keep it in percentages and going up. So, yeah. So what's the big thing this year? I mean, obviously we've kicked off this market run. We've definitely seen a lot more news coming out about Bitcoin. It's back in the media. It's back in the press. I get off my train here in Edgecliff each morning and there's a big sign there from Oracle talking about blockchain. Yeah. Um, we are seeing it come back to the to the forefront. We haven't seen the Google trends kick as much as what we did in 2017 when we saw the peak. So I think we've got a long way still to go. What do you think at the moment uh, we're waiting for? Is it that we want to see, we need more participants to come in and where are they going to come from? Yeah, so I think right now we are just starting to see that initial bull run that we saw in 2017. So this is the point that, you know, it's pulling back and people are like, 
okay, am I going to, am I going to buy in? Is it going to hold? You know, uh, your mum and dad investors, it, it's pretty scary when it drops two, $3,000. It's like, oh, that's all my hard earned cash. And it's, you know, the, the general media are just starting to pick that up. So, um, you know, once 10,000 kind of hit and we kept going, then, you know, we heard the morning shows sort of talking about it. We've heard radio programs talking about it. So, and, that, and that's kind of what we want. You know, I was in an elevator the other day in New York and, you know, they're, they're all talking about Bitcoin. And I'm like, <laughs> just sort of, you know, okay, I know about this. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I think it's changing. I mean, the, my my view is that the next wave is going to be your forty to sixty five year old group. Yeah, uh, they've watched or been they've either participated or watched through the dot com era. Uh, they watched it. They know what a bubble looks like. They didn't want to buy in two thousand and seventeen. They're a bit more emotionally stable, uh, so they didn't FOMO in. Then they watched it fall all the way back. Now they're watching it rise again. Out of the top five yeah. companies in the world by market cap, three of them are technology. Three of them need the internet to work. They can see that these are times where money can be made. They haven't bought the bottom. They didn't want to buy the top. Now we've got that middle position at the moment where I think that the education, the, 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 um, also the legitimacy with Facebook, with Goldman Sachs, with Fidelity, with the CME group, their futures are increasing, which obviously means more institutional players are coming in. Yeah. I think it's a perfect storm for a back end of the year to be really, really positive. But again, you know, I have been wrong before and I will be wrong again. This is Bitcoin. This is cryptocurrency and it will do whatever the hell it wants to do, right? Exactly, exactly. Right now, uh, Elliott Wave supports 30,000. Um, I put a chart out and uh, many outlets are picking that up. So, you know, considering um, where it is now, if we don't break key ranges, if we don't kind of break, you know, down past 8,800, um, I truly think we're going to hold 10,000. I truly think we're going to hold this region now. Yep. Um, so, you know, if those sort of areas hold, then 30,000 is on the cards. And, you know, yeah. I sort of, you know, maybe not December this year, but, you know, mid-May next year. Okay. And that's when happening's happening. So um, at that point, I think we should be nearing the 30,000 mark. Well, I hope you're wrong. And I hope we go straight through to 60. kicks in and we hit 60 it's like you know we can all retire exactly exactly hopefully before then but look the the interesting thing is again like i said before that you know lisa and i trade very very different styles but funnily enough you know i'm looking at bitcoin now on the daily chart and it's back into that cradle zone that i like to trade from now i'm not long bitcoin right now other than the bitcoin that i hold i've got no margin long on anything right now Mm-hmm. Um, but interesting how two people uh, with two different styles can come together and be effectively saying something very, very similar uh, with two totally different trading styles. And that's why I like to talk with you, Lisa, because you've got a different perspective. Um, I am somebody who talks to my people all the time and shows them what I'm doing. But there's more than one way to skin a cat. So where do people find more information about what you do? Um, they can find me on Twitter. So Lisa N. Edwards. Uh, well, they can... N for Nelly. N, yep. So put that in there. Um, you can find me in the Discord at Satoshi Sisters. So if you go into Discord and you search that, there's a link on my Twitter as well. And you can head to satoshisistersdiscord.com and there's a link there. So that's uh, my business with my daughter. So not actually my sister. <laughs> so, and yeah, so we've, we've got some educational stuff in there. Uh, we do some signals and we've got a forum with lots and lots of crazy like-minded people. So it's, it's lots of fun. 
Perfect. Well, guys, go and check it all out. See if it uh, see if it floats your boat. If it's what you want to do, go do it. If not, hey, stick around. But it's been an yeah. absolute pleasure having you on the show, Lisa. Once again, we'll speak down the track, and I wish you all the best going forward. Amazing. Yeah, you too. Amazing to have me here. And yeah, thank you again. No worries. We'll do it more. <laughs> see you. Ladies and gentlemen, bye for now.